This audio is brought to you by muslimcentral.com. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, la ilaha illallah. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, walilah alhamd. We begin by praising Allah, declaring His perfection, thanking Him for what He has given us, knowing that as much as we thank and praise Him and declare His perfection, we will always fall short. And we thank Allah and bear witness that Muhammad is his final messenger. We ask Allah to send his peace and blessings upon him, the prophets and messengers that came before him, his family and companions, and those that follow in their blessed path. And we ask Allah to make us amongst them. Allahumma ameen. Dear brothers and sisters, we started off this Eid with an analogy. The analogy was won by a great Imam by the name of Ibn al-Jawzi rahimahullah ta'ala who said that the example of Ramadan to the rest of the months is like the example of Yusuf alayhi salam, the Prophet Joseph peace be upon him to his 11 brothers. Through that one brother, all 11 of them are saved and forgiven and shown the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I want us to build on that analogy for a moment, inshallah ta'ala, for the 45 minutes of the khutbah that I will give you. I'm just playing. It's not going to be a 45-minute khutbah. I know that people are outside, and inshallah, even though the weather is nice, so maybe I'll just extend it a few minutes longer. But I want us to, inshallah ta'ala, on this day of joy, this day of Eid, to remember a time of gratitude. The Prophet ﷺ would tell us to be grateful, and he would teach us to build. And build on the analogy of Yusuf alayhi salam. In one way, gratitude teaches us a few things. And there are two things that I want us to capitalize on today. The shukur, the gratitude that teaches us to thank Allah, to expand something in our eyes and to see value in what's in front of us. And the gratitude that allows us to overlook the negative and focus on the positive. So those are the two things I want you to take from this, specifically as it relates to Ramadan. When it comes to Yusuf alayhi salam, here is the one thing I want you to take back when you think of Ramadan as Yusuf alayhi salam. Many people did not recognize the value of Yusuf alayhi salam until he was on the throne. Before that, he was a slave. Before that, a piece of property. Before that, a fugitive. Before that, a prisoner. And of course, before all of that, a threat to his brothers because of the way that his father, Jacob Yaqub alayhi salam, loved him. But then once he was on the throne, everyone recognized the beauty and the power of Yusuf alayhi salam, the virtue of Yusuf alayhi salam, and everyone wanted to come close to him, and everyone wanted to take advantage of him, take advantage of his generosity, take advantage of his mercy. So what's the main message I want you to take from this? If Ramadan has been put on a throne for you, and everything that Ramadan comes, with the worship of Allah, a new connection to the masjid, a new connection to the Qur'an, a more charitable spirit, more generosity, all of these things, dua, supplication, what you pushed yourself to do. Don't throw your Ramadan back into a well. Don't take your Ramadan and take it off the throne and throw it back in the well. You know, there is a term that's used in a derogatory way, Ramadan Muslims. We're all Ramadan Muslims. The Sahaba were Ramadan Muslims. They just were not only Muslim in Ramadan, but they spent six months after Ramadan missing it, and six months before it, longing for it. That means that Ramadan always stays on the throne. How does it stay on the throne? We thank Allah for showing us our potential. We thank Allah for allowing us an opportunity to appreciate guidance. What he took me to al-iddata, what he took kabbirullah ala ma hadakum. 
that you complete this period and you thank Allah for what he has guided you to. So many people have so much of this world and have emptiness. But with the gift of guidance and purpose, you're full, you're fulfilled. You have a sense of true happiness and tranquility. Your heart is full. Your actions are motivated by a full heart. Allah has given you something special. And so for the rest of the year, the other 11 months are looking at Ramadan. Yusuf salam on the throne. Don't take off Ramadan from the throne and throw it in the well. And suddenly, while throwing Ramadan in the well, put your Quran back on the bookshelf. Go back to the playlist that you used to watch and listen to before Ramadan. Get back into, you know, gossip is haram after Eid too. A lot of that is, a lot of the things that are still haram, it's still haram. Don't get back into the things that were hurting the soul. Instead, continuing the habits. I'm not going to throw my Quran back in the well by putting it on the bookshelf. I'm not going to stop giving charity. I'm going to keep on giving charity. I'm not going to stop praying and waking up at night. I'm not going to stop coming to the masjid. I'm not going to stop treating people as carefully as I was in Ramadan. You know, I don't want to say anything mean. I don't want to hurt them. I don't want to backbite. I don't want to listen to this. I don't want to do that. I'm not going to go back to all of that because Ramadan remains on the throne because it shows me what prayer means, what fasting means, and how I can get to that. So that's number one. Be grateful to Allah for this month that He has given you to show you the value of guidance and keep on, keep on connecting yourself to Him with those blessings. The value of gratitude is that it shows you the value of something. And subhanAllah, with Yusuf salam, there were some people that saw something in him before he was on the throne, right? Make sure that you take care of him. When Musa alayhi salam, the baby came into the palace of Fir'aun, there was a beautiful person, the wife of the Pharaoh, Asiya radiallahu anha alayhi salam. She saw something in Musa alayhi salam. And so some people see value in these things when other people don't. And so while others put their Quran on the bookshelf and others move on from these blessings, you keep to them. The second thing, dear brothers and sisters, is not just to see the value in it when other people are neglecting it but to always see the positive and the blessings that are ahead of you. You know, I always talk about Malcolm X in Hajj, rahimahullah ta'ala. Malcolm X's Hajj, when he writes about his Hajj, when he speaks about his Hajj, all he talks about was the beauty of it. The beauty of seeing the people together, the beauty of seeing the different races, the beauty of seeing the human equality, the oneness of humanity, recognizing the oneness of God. And you think to yourself, when you go to Hajj, like, didn't somebody push him in tawaf one time? Didn't he feel the heat? I mean, he went to Hajj in the summer of 1964. Malcolm was not staying in the clock tower. Believe it or not, there was no clock tower back in the 1960s. No five-star hotels around Mecca. Why is it that someone like that only saw beauty in Hajj? Because the heart was a heart of gratitude. And the heart of gratitude sees only the positives. It only sees beauty. Whereas someone else could have a five-star Hajj, five-star hotels, everything, and all they see is ugliness. They come back and complain. Oh, the hotels weren't ready, this wasn't ready, this wasn't ready, this wasn't this, this wasn't that. What does that mean for Ramadan? You might look back on Ramadan and say, man, that was hard. It was hot. It was so hot. Uh, I hated how we were socially distanced in the masjid. When someone asked you about Ramadan, the masks the whole time, everything that was happening, you only mention the hardships. You don't mention the beauty of it. And that's a problem. When you talk about Hajj, you only mention the hardships. You don't mention the beauty of it. That means something needs to be corrected about your lens. And what does Allah tell us, dear brothers and sisters? When we started this pandemic, we said, don't let the isolation be isolation. Turn it into seclusion. Make it positive. 
If you're alone, be secluded with your Lord. If you're with your family, build with your family while you're isolated from everyone else, while you're secluded from everyone else. Allah tells us time and time again in the Quran to see everything that way with a lens of shukr, a lens of gratitude. And so that means with your spouses, we're taught by Allah and the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, some people nitpick on the flaws. What are we taught from the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? Focus on the khair, focus on the things that you like about your spouse and let that grow your relationship. How's the Prophet Sallallahu described with food? You know, mashallah, we're gonna go and eat today, right? We're all gonna eat today. How was the Prophet ﷺ described with food? He never ever criticized his food. What a beautiful person. The most powerful man in the world never criticized his food. You gave him bread and vinegar, you gave him some barley, you gave him anything ﷺ. He never said anything negative about food. You gave him anything to wear. He wore it and he thanked you for it and the Prophet ﷺ never dispraised a cloth that was given to him or a garment that was given to him. When someone was put in front of the Prophet ﷺ, he never saw their problems, he only saw their potential. He only saw the beauty inside of them and what they could fully become. That takes an adjustment of mindset and it starts here and this is what I'll end off with. Allah tells us, speak of the blessings of your Lord. Mention the good things about people. Mention the good things about situations. And you know what that will do? It will transform your mindset and it will transform your heart. Otherwise, the Prophet said the materialistic person only sees poverty through their eyes. They always see deprivation. They always see poverty. Be the opposite of that. Ramadan taught us to be grateful. And gratitude means seeing goodness in everyone and everything around you in every situation that is around you. When a hardship comes to you, Alhamdulillah, it's a chance to purify me. It's a chance for me to practice patience and grow my determination. When good comes to you, Alhamdulillah, Allah bestowed this upon me. May Allah increase it. Let's be that way with each other. Let's be that way with our gifts from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let's be that way with the gifts that Allah has given us of worship. And let's maintain that attitude of shukr because that is the end goal of this all. That you complete this month and you have a sense of gratitude. With that, we're grateful for each other. We're not perfect. And someone might say, you know, you know that community? And they talk about Valley Ranch Islamic Center. And they'll say, Sheikh Yasser is great. I don't know about the other guy. Praise Sheikh Yasser, right? Don't say anything bad about me. When we talk about the community and we say, you know, there are those people, all oh, the people in the masjid. This, no, talk about the good people in the masjid. Someone was not very nice in the masjid. Talk about the beautiful volunteers that have been here all month long with a smile on their face and guiding people through and sacrificing their time to worship. Praise that about it. So let's actively praise the good things about the people around us, about the situations around us, and grow our perception in that regard. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from ash-shakirin. We ask Allah to make us from the grateful. May Allah connect us to his blessings of guidance throughout the year. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow the best of what we have taken from this month to remain on a throne so that the rest of the year follows. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to connect our hearts to the Lord of the throne, the one who sent us prophets and messengers and seasons and sacred places only so that we can connect to Him. May Allah connect our hearts to Him in sincerity and may Allah connect our hearts to Him with shukur, with gratitude and may Allah allow us to be grateful to one another because he who does not thank the people does not thank Allah. May Allah allow us to be grateful in being charitable at all times. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala purify our hearts, purify our eyes, purify our ears, purify our tongues. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala use us for that which is which 
is always good. Allow us to see good, to appreciate good, and to be a part of that good. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alleviate the hardship from our brothers and sisters all over the world. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not allow us to turn a blind eye to our oppressed brothers and sisters and not see them as a burden, but see them as a blessing and those on whose behalf we must, we must advocate. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala liberate Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be with our brothers and sisters in Palestine and our oppressed brothers and sisters all over the world. And may Allah continue to nourish them with courage and steadfastness that inspires the rest of us. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us all to be gathered in the eternal abode of good around our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, free from the faults of this world, appreciating the full blessing of staring at his face. Allahumma ameen. Jazakumallahu khaira. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa salli wa sallam wa barakatuh. Nabi Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in.